Hello, good evening and welcome to Midnight Poetry. I am your host, Herbert Innocent, and I'd like to welcome you to give you a warm, a warm welcome to join me on this journey to self-discovery and rebuilding a broken world through poetry. I'll be sharing the good, the bad and the ugly, and the aim is you take the good from all of this. Now, last week, if you, this is your first time joining us, last week the theme of the poetry that I performed were all under the theme of hope, and this week the theme of the poetry will be anger. Now, before I get started, I'd like to tell you a little story of how or why I got started into this, uh, creating this podcast. So, a few days back, um, I had been working about 18 hours traveling six hours a day, working and trying to create two businesses. And my biggest, I suppose, ambition was that I wanted to build a relationship, friends, family. And one of my biggest passions was to serve people. Um, my background was in, is in engineering, and I've always wanted to create user-centered, uh, designed appliances for people with disabilities and anyone. And my aim was to create something with my skill, my passion, so that when somebody received a creation from me, they'll feel and they'll think and they'll say, somebody thought of me in the process of creating this. And so I was always ambitious for that and it took me many places. I learned a lot trying to get in that. And um, on the inside, I always felt like there was a lot more to learn to keep developing. So I was always uh, trying to build that up. And all that was going very well until one day um, at the end of a program that we had been in that support startup ended. And I found myself in this position where I was losing, I'd lost a co-founder, a friend had walked away and felt like everything I had worked on building was crumbling down. And so it was like uh, watching a very big giant skyscraper come come tumbling down. And it was a lot, a lot of work building up. And that's when I had the epiphany. I had an idea. I was like, okay, it hit me. You know? I was like, okay, so let's just slow down. Let it all just crumble, calm down. Let's wait until all the dust particles have settled down. I told myself, just wait, be patient, and allow it to settle down. And then after that, my plan was to start rebuilding everything from scratch, rebuilding myself rebuilding the businesses, rebuilding my passion, my hobbies, essentially rebuilding everything from the bottom up. And the aim was to build confidence, build my voice, rebuild myself into a character that I'll be proud of, that I'll be proud of, do the things that I've always wanted to do, and poetry was one of them. So, and the biggest challenge I was facing trying to rebuild that was that how do I build me, how do I go about building me? And so I started looking, listening to myself, my internal voice, my internal dialogue, and I realized that I did not have the words to express the emotions that I had. I found that the words did not match in some cases, and in some cases, I just didn't have the words. And so I went to the only thing that um, always allowed me to express myself a bit more in depth, and that was poetry. And so I was searching all these phrases, trying to come up with them together, trying to learn new words to express uh, what it is that is going on internally and within my head. So I'll be journaling and writing these phrases down. And 
it's been a while now. Um, I'm happy to say that I've managed to pick up the business quite significantly, quite significant, including develop a few products. I still have not launched them yet. Hopefully, I'll launch them next week. And the friends and co-founder are still far a bit, a little bit out of at the fingertips. There, yes, of course, they're keeping in touch. They may help, but it doesn't change the fact that you're trying to rebuild a lot by yourself. And I think in the in the towards, what I really kind of learned from all this was that. I went almost back to the beginning to look at my old hobbies. Poetry was one of my old hobbies, and it allowed me to reconnect back with those things. There were things that mattered to me, and I had kind of forgot them because I was so busy. So it was a signal that sometimes we need to take time for ourselves to allow ourselves to grow internally as well as externally. And so this uh, has is become my journey to try and rebuild. And my aim is to share poetry. So I'll be reading other people's poetry, poems, and my aim is to perform them. Some people read poetry. I want to perform it. And my aim is, as we progress, is actually able to feel what the poem is intended to make you feel. And you realize sometimes there are no words, just expressions that you put together to try and express the emotions. Some emotions are very complex. And so. The idea of a broken world here is not so much as a broken earth, earth, but it's more so as in, at one point or another in our life, we hit rock, we hit rock bottom. We hit, we find ourselves at a point where, okay, we've just uh, everything went under. So let's try and get back up. You know, you get, you get knocked down. You know, you have ambitions. You try to go up them, hit a wall, and so you try to get up. And the idea is that is the broken that we're trying to rebuild. So finding a stable ground to to get back up, get on the feet, and get back on the game. Today's poem, without further ado, is a poem under the theme of anger, and the poem is called "Anger" by April Bernard. Now, before I go into the poem, I would like to give it a little bit of a context, context, so that when I'm reading, when I'm performing the poem, you'll have an idea for where you're going with it. So as I've said, the poem is about anger, and the poem describes anger as having its own personality per se. So the poem starts as describing anger to have an initial point of origin, a birth, or a root cause, and the poem acts as a cause and effect. So it's something that can be traced back to cause and effect. That's the way it it, it appears, and. In this case, when I was reading the poem, it felt like anger was almost this wild horse. The more you looked at it, the more you discovered how wild the horse was becoming, how untamable, how unstoppable, how out of control it was. It was going to run wherever it see fit. It could play along, but it will always stay to its true self. And that what it felt like reading that poem. And so. It seems to have a life of its own, aside from the owner of the anger. And I hope uh, when I'm reading the poem, you get your own take. Feel free to share that take with us. Um, I do not have a page where we can share the comments yet, but uh, one day soon we'll have one. Also, something really exciting to share: my podcasts performances will now be up in Radio Public, Google Podcast, Breaker, and Pocket Podcast. I was just publishing and somehow I end up got published in this as well, so that's really exciting. 
but I hope you'll enjoy the poem so I'm going to read it now um, I think with this one I'm going to try something new because I'll be performing about two poems per day I'll be performing it once um, in the past I had performed them twice but I'm going to try and perform it once and then see how it goes for the entire week under the theme of anger and if we still if we like twice I'll go back to twice but the idea is to experiment to see what works best so without further ado the poem I present to you the poem Anger by April Bernard one when in a farmhouse kitchen that smelled of old rings and wet cigarette butts I hoisted the gun to my shoulder and aimed but did not fire at the man who had just taken my virginity like a snack with my collusion but still when I sat in a conference room in an inquisition at the newspaper record across from the one slurping, slurping his pipe and the one urging his eyebrow and I felt the heat like a wet brand in my chest, rapid, repaid insult for insult, left their fancy job like a squashed bug on the floor. When I was twelve, too old, the last time my father smacked me, pants down, because I had just distressed my mother, and my vision went black, red black, and I did not forgive. When during my travel along the Gulf Coast, the intruder returned in the night, and I did not call the cops again, but stood with a butcher knife facing the door, yelling, come in, although this time it was just the wind flopping and banging the screen door. When across a skating rink-sized glistening table, I told the committee chair and her brooch I was a fan of Marx and lost the fellowship. When I threw a pot of hot coffee, it had just missed a man's head and the black-brown sputter stains were still there four years later long after he had left me, and when I finally moved out of that East Village Hall. 2. I would have had to be thinking in order to have thought, loaded, not loaded. And I was not thinking. I was only dripping hot, and oh, the pleasure. I can still feel it prickling, crickle, over the furnace of my rage, to see his face go pale, his eyes wide, his put down, put it down, and I put it down and allowed my life as well as his to go on. 3. I miss my anger. Decades go by when all I can master is absent-minded, invective, you know, directed at the news, or a brief fantasy of shoving someone in front of the bus. 
Yesterday, I slammed my fist on my desk and then apologized to the desk. Consider the tapestry of the seven deadly sins at St. Denis. Anger, wild-haired, half-dressed, picked out in the blue and silver-threaded bunch against the crimson. Rough against the fingertips, she rides a black bow doubled with blood and waves her double-headed axe. Yes, I remember her. I always lie when I, when I always say I didn't know the gun was loaded. <laughs>